0: Welcome to More Than A Few Words, marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about sales. And you know, there's this old adage that sales is a numbers game. But my guest, Ross Keating, says maybe that's not true, that sales is a people game. And that's really what we're going to talk about today, are the people in this process. You may be familiar with Ross because he's been a guest before. He's the founder of Nextree Business Growth Consultancy located on the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia, and he's here with me today. Ross, welcome to the show.
1: Hi Lorraine, great to be with you today. Just delighted to come back. Long time between drinks, as we say.
0: <laughs> it is too long between drinks, but I am delighted that you're back and I love some of the information that you've sent me about this new assessment that you're working with. But let's start before we dive into the nitty gritty on the bank's assessment. Really talk to me about why you think sales is a people's game.
1: People buy from people. You know, like we, we, buy, we might buy a particular product because of the brand and all the qualities and the assurances that their brand gives us. But when it comes down to it, we buy from the people or from the story. A bit different with online sales, and I'm not perhaps talking about online sales so much today. It's about people's, the people themselves, the, the customers, the prospects, whoever you're in contact with, and the people in the organization, not just salespeople. It's the customer service people. It's the people in the warehouse that the teams make up, and they all interact at some point customers. So to me, it's all about people.
0: I think it is as well. I know that in almost every business, your customers have choices and there are dozens and dozens of people and organizations that do what you do. And why a customer chooses you versus your competitor very much boils down to whether the two of you connect on a human level. That's why I was so intrigued with this new assessment tool that you're working with, Codebreaker, because I really think it it gets to the heart of that. So why don't you talk a little bit about what is the bank personality profile, and maybe we can even talk about some of the different personalities that you can identify and how you can use that in your marketing and sales.
1: Sure. Well, bank, now that's an acronym for the four different personality types, B, A, NCAT, blueprint, action. Nurturing knowledge. So it was developed by Codebreaker Technologies and founded back in about 2010 by Sherry Tree. But it's been independently assessed and validated by organizations like the State University of San Francisco, and it's used in Harvard and Stanford University um, to validate or to assess people's personality types, but at a buyer level. Although there's do us from a psychological level. Bank is about the values, what's important to you, what's not important to you, and not only you, but your customers and your relationships. And so I've been using bank since the beginning beginning of this year and a bit longer than previous year, in fact. And what I've found, it changes how I think about people and how I communicate with people. And I want to Go into when I'm talking to them. I want to give them, talk to them how they want to be, and, and that's what we don't do in sales. We want it, we've got our presentations, we've got our sales pitches, and they don't want to know about that. They want to be talked. We want they want us to find about them and talk about what's important to them. That's where bank comes in to the thing because we talk about sales as a numbers game. Get getting the leads, and you'll get some sales. You get the yeses, but what's your conversion rate? Can you speed that up?
0: Absolutely. I have always been intrigued by a lot of these assessments that allow you to gain some insight into not just the demographics and the outward categories that you put people in, but really dive into some of the motivating factors. So I was intrigued, and I'm going to say this and remind people at the end of the show, there will be a link. If you want to kick the tires on this assessment yourself, there'll be a link that you can find out a little bit about your profile. But I love the profile really dealt with values, what's important to people. And that really ties to what you were talking about with sending, creating messages that are relevant and connect with that customer. Could you talk a little bit about the four personalities and kind of what's different between the blueprint and the action oriented person?
1: Sure. Well, if you think about action is a typical salesperson to a degree, they like freedom. They want the flexibility. They don't want like structure. They want to get to it. They want to jump on the plane. Let's go do it. Don't worry about the details. We'll sort it out. She's good. And they're looking for the opportunity. They want the action. They like, you know, sometimes some of the people like image. But the thing about personality types is that we are all for personality, but some are more important to us than others. And that's why we talk at bank. We talk about the fourth personality types because we communicate. You get the blueprint. They want stability, they want structure, they like systems, processes, they like the planning, and they like to know that you're gonna be on time. I've heard of people who have lost the opportunity of a sale because the person said, You two double. Eight. If you do that, if you if you do that with before I give you your money, what are you gonna do with, once you've got my money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it does that. And also like blueprints are that's my last personality type for me personally. Mm-hmm. And I struggle to deal with blueprints. But bank has able me to understand that they like that structure system. So if I say to a client or a prospect, this is what we're going to talk about. This is how we're going to do it. This is going to be the time frame. And then I say, this is what we've done. And I stick to that. The relationship goes so much better.
0: <laughs> and that's important. Absolutely. You know, it's funny because when I did the assessment, I was not surprised. Blueprint is also my lowest priority, but it is my husband's primary. That's how he operates. And so when you understand that, and as you said, and you can kind of modify. And also, I think when you're hiring people, and it's not that you want everybody on your team that the same, but if you understand that this person is... More of a blueprint, and this person's more of a an action-oriented, you can figure out, I think, how to direct them a little bit.
1: That's right. And if we just I should go through it a little bit. Now, the action is we've just talked about the action of an all-go. Then you've got the you've got blueprint. We've talked about them all the details and processes. Risk averse, really important. And then you've got the nurturers. The people who are teamwork, they like personal growth, they like you know significance and they like community. It's not all about the money. In fact, money is one of the least drive, important drivers. So if you're talking to somebody and you want them to get do say, hey, we make a lot of money, they go, Yeah, but what's it do for the community? Yeah, what does it do for our relationship? And then you got the knowledge. I'm a knowledge person and you so are you. You know, the first two are very can be interchangeable. And that's about the big picture. Don't give us the detail. I, I want to learn technology and you tell me something new and I want to dive on to Google and I want to tell me why. I cannot resist it. And once I learned, I understood why I do all the things I do because I'm very knowledge driven. Uh, but if you're talking to them and if you know that of your prospects and your buyers and you can relate to them, then you are more likely to get a yes. So you don't have to have as many sales. You get, you can get more yeses for the same number. So your sales becomes more, your marketing's more effective because you're going to get a yes. I want to know more. You talk to them, and yes, I get us. You get the sale, and yes, I'll buy some more. Repeat customers. So your marketing is more cost, bigger bang for your buck. Increase your sales, reducing your expenses, and you've got the teamwork because people are talking to each other in the team how they want to be spoken to, and so you make more profit. It's real simple
0: absolutely i think it's not a matter of of saying okay i'm only going to have one type of customer or another but it's creating ways that you can communicate with each of them i always talk about when when i design a web page you know you design for human beings and search engines well when you divide it like this you have sections of your website that maybe talk about your team and the relationships you have with customers and in another part maybe you talk about the, the numbers and the profit and, and the, the results you can drive and I just think there's so many things you can do with assessments like this to learn about yourself and your customers
1: and, this, and you saw how long, how long it took you, what, 90 seconds or less to do that assessment and if you can find that I've got cards um, that I can put in front you know, here, here they are <laughs> <laughs> that's that's them. I can, you know, hey, do that. And you can immediately begin the conversation with something of an icebreaker, but it helps you there. And that's the important part is getting to know the customer and talk to them. There's a research back in the late nineties by the Charlie Group that said that only eighteen percent of people would buy from a salesperson who did not talk in their personality type. 82% would buy for the person who talked to their person time. Now this is before bank wasn't better. So you like, it's not before that. So that's why I'm keen. If I can talk to more people how they like to be talked to, we're on a winner and it makes life go around and it's helping me with my relationship with my wife and my daughter, my daughter. <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> so that's always a good thing.
0: Absolutely. Well, Ross, this has been fabulous. We're going to put a link in the show notes to crack my code personality assessment so people can learn more about this. Take, go ahead, take the test. You get this great, um, huge report that'll tell you about you and all the different personalities. I found it really valuable. Ross, thanks for being a part of the show.
1: Thank you for having me. It's just great to talk. I just love it. It's a shame that you're not down here in Australia and you just come down to the beach and have a wine on the beach, but there we go.
0: I might have to do that someday. And in the meantime, if you've enjoyed today's conversation and you're looking for more marketing tips and tools, be sure to check out the digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.